When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for You Better You Bet. We'll give you an edge to beat the spread and so much more. What do we call that? Wagertainment. It's You Better You Bet from BetQL. Hour three of You Better You Bet presented by BetMGM. PJ Glasser, Mark Trumheller filling in for Nick and Ken here on a Friday. With you guys for two more hours for the next hour. We are with you on Stadium. You can go to watchstadium.com if you want to check us out over there. We're still streaming on twitch.tv slash betql and YouTube backslash Odyssey Sports. You can listen to us for free on the Odyssey app or Sirius Channel 160 and Sirius XM 205. couple of great guests back-to-back. Johnny Venezia talking college baseball and Cody Zeeb with some bets for the Daytona 500. Busy weekend, Mark. Tomorrow, decent slate of college basketball. We got a top Five matchup at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Marquette at UConn. Huskies favored by seven. The total is 147 and a half. A lot of people, myself included, think UConn's the best team in the country. They're the favorites right now to win the title at plus 650. But Marquette was a two seed last year. They returned the Big East player of the year in Tyler Kolick, who's playing out of his mind. They're red hot. Should be a great one tomorrow in stores. What are your thoughts on UConn Marquette with the Huskies laying seven. I like Marquette here. I like the points. I like the dog with the points. I'm going to wait, see if it gets a little higher. You know, maybe be a little bit greedy. See if it goes the other direction, I'll still probably fire on Marquette. But you nailed it. I mean, Kolek's been insane, you know, over 20 points last seven games. Marquette is a whole 7-1 against the spread in their last eight games. The pick and roll's popping. I like what they're doing offensively. UConn's the best team in the country. We agree with that. That doesn't mean they have to win this game, and it definitely doesn't mean they have to cover this big number. So I think they're value here in the dog I like Marquette to show up I think they've been dialed in when you're a team like UConn every team looks at that game and prepares the best they can to give their best effort I think they get Marquette's best punch um, could they win the game sure I wouldn't play Marquette on the money line but I think they keep it competitive you got some good trends to back you uh, if you like Marquette plus seven like Mark does. This season, Marquette 4-0-1 against the spread as an underdog. They're 21-8-3 against the spread as an underdog under Shaka Smart. And dating back to last year, Marquette 6-0-1 ATS in their last seven games as a dog. Uh, the last team to cover as a favorite against Shaka Smart, though, oddly enough, the Connecticut Huskies. So should be a good one tomorrow. Mm. We were talking about it off air. I do like UConn to win the game. I don't know if I'd lay the seven though. And those trends kind of make me nervous too. How good Shaka's team plays as a dog, which you see a bunch, right? Like a team that's been as successful as Marquette has the last couple of years. They're obviously not a dog very often. And they've been playing really, really well 
in that role. So should be a really good game. Two top five teams. Marquette is as hot as anybody right now. So is UConn. They won like 13 straight games. So should be awesome. I, I would lean towards laying the seven with UConn. If I had to play the game, I would take UConn before I took Marquette. But UConn on the money line, throwing him in a parlay, that is the way that I would go. We both agree UConn's the best team in the country. Do you like Marquette, though, moving forward in the tournament? Because ever since Shaka took that VCU team to the Final Four mark, he's really struggled in the tournament. He has, but I think he took some steps last year. And I think we're going to see them continue to build. Um, I, I We'll see how the seedings play out. Like, obviously, Selection Sunday does that. But I don't have those reservations of, you know, they can't get it done in the tournament. Um, I think, you know, this team with the experience with Kolek, uh, you know, I think they'll be solid there. So I like them. And, PJ, you know, I have a solution. You don't want to lay the points with UConn, right? We just had Co- Cody on. What about a little uh, UConn, a money line, Kyle Bush cross-sport parlay? <laughs> Could be, I could be interested in something like that. You know, get get a little extra yeah, bang talking, for your buck. Man. We got so much going on. A little cross sport parlay never hurt nobody. No, absolutely, especially when football's gone. Like you need something to entertain you. Multiple sports. I'm always, uh, I'm always down with that. I do. Uh, yeah, UConn. I just, I don't know if I can lay that seven with though. That's a big number. Marquette. They're they're going to give them their mm-hmm. best effort tomorrow. They did beat them in the Big East. Uh, conference tournament last year too out in msg so those teams know each other well usually good games should be in for another good one tomorrow couple games that interest me tipping off at noon eastern time tomorrow we have bama against texas a&m bama's favored by 10 and a half the total is 157 and a half there is only one team in the sec that nate oats has not beaten in the regular season and that is Texas A&M and Buzz Williams. For whatever reason, it's just the one team he hasn't beaten. Two of those losses have come on the road. Another one of those losses have come at home. Now, I do think Bama wins tomorrow, but 10.5 is a good amount of points with an A&M team that's got a lot of potential. They're like a 10 seed right now. If the tournament started today, this win would certainly go a long way on their resume. So I kind of like the Aggies tomorrow, Mark, to keep it close, plus 10.5. Anything for you in that game? Oh, I like a good double-digit dog, PJ. I, I think this mm-hmm. is a good spot because and not only you talked about A&M and their ceiling, their potential, you know, how they could show up in a big way in this game. We also have to look at the other side. We have to look at Alabama. Are they strong enough defensively to be able to pull away and cover this big a big of a number? I don't think so. Um, I would probably play, you know, A&M here. I think they can, you know, keep it within, you know, single digits, uh, 10 and a half. We'll see where the line goes. Maybe we even get a better number. But um, I'm probably rolling with the dog here. I'm just Alabama team a little too inconsistent lately for me to lay this kind of number. Yeah, their defense, like you said, I mean, that's the one really weakness of this team because they're really good on offense. They're the number one rated team, according to Ken Palm. But defensively, they they really struggle. There's a reason that total is 157.5. I would probably lean towards the over. Bama's offense is just so good at home. And A&M draws a lot of fouls. And Bama loves to foul on defense. So I think Bama's ability to score at home, this being like one of those two-hour, 20-minute, two-and-a-half-hour games just gets drawn out with all the fouls. I think A&M's probably going to hit like 25 for three free throws tomorrow, potentially. Wade Taylor, their point guard, great at drawing fouls. I would look at the over as well, but I do like A&M plus the points. I also like Texas Tech plus six and a half against Iowa State. You know, I've been singing Iowa State's praises throughout the week. Sleeper team to watch out for when we get to March. 
great defensive team. They're one of those teams that, man, if they can hit shots to go along with their defense, they could be a problem. But this is what we what happens, Mark. And like these are the spots I love to fade a team. It does feel like people are starting to catch on to Iowa State a little bit. They're at the top of the Big 12 right now with Houston. They're starting to get some love. Coming off of a nice road win against Cincinnati. I think Texas Tech, who played Monday night against Kansas, they're well-rested. I think they can go in there and muck the game up a little bit with Iowa State and uh, keep it within the 6.5. So a couple of early dogs for me tomorrow at noon with Texas Tech plus the points against Iowa State. Any thoughts on that game or any of the other uh, noon games for you tomorrow that you like? Hey, listen, PJ, I know how strong you feel about uh, Iowa State. So if you're not backing them and you're taking the other side, I'm just going to hop along with you. I I think it makes perfect sense. Iowa State not really built the win by margin. So, uh, you know, taking the points here with the dog, it could be a dog, dog, dog Saturday. I like what I'm hearing. It it certainly could be. I'm pulling up uh, Arkansas's uh, last results, last few results, Mark, because I see they're on the road tomorrow against uh, Mississippi State. And each time I get a chance to fade Arkansas now, I think I'm going to do it. These have been some of their scores here recently that they've played in SEC play. They just lost 92-63 to Arkansas, 95-74 to LSU. They've lost 77-51 to Ole Miss, 90-68 to uh, Florida. Like, they're getting trounced against some of like the middle of the pack to the top tier teams in the SEC. You know, they beat Georgia by three. They beat Missouri by seven. Those are two of the worst teams in the league. But Mississippi State mm-hmm. is another one of those bubble teams. They're at home. Like it's a big number, especially with a team that's like not great offensively. Arkansas is just a dead man walking though, Mark. One of the most disappointing teams this season. They were a top 10 team preseason. This is Musselman's worst year since he's been there in Fayetteville. So it could only be Mississippi State or pass for me. Like I get it if the big number scares people off, but oh, Arkansas is just a team that I want absolutely no part of right now. So I'm fading them. Um, Some other games. I told you off air, Mark, I like Kansas tomorrow. It's a pick them against Oklahoma minus 110. Now, they didn't look great against Texas Tech on Monday night. Got blown out, but they were without Kevin McCullough in that game. If Kevin McCullough plays against the Sooners, I like Kansas. Give me Bill Self off of a blowout loss. In the in the Big 12 this year, I feel like it's been a good bet when you've taken like these funky spreads, right, where like Kansas is a dog to Oklahoma and you just take Oklahoma. This game's a pick em. The Sooners have been one of those teams, though, in the Big 12 that haven't won as many of those games. So I, I do like Kansas tomorrow. As long as McCuller plays, I think the Jayhawks win that game. I don't know if I can ride with you here, PJ. You know, OU's a little bit banged up, so I understand. It might just be a no bet for me, but I can't trust this Kansas team. One in five uh, on the road, their last six Big 12 games. Uh, so I, now they're on the road here against Oklahoma, you know, home after the Baylor loss. Yeah, I understand why the line is what it is. You know, I just don't know if I can get involved. The last time these two teams played back in January, though, Dickinson, McCullers, they dominated the entire game. 45, uh, they combined for 45 out of the 78 points that Kansas scored. So um, I don't know if OU is going to have an answer for them, especially, you know, if McCullers plays, are they going to be able to stop them? But it's just a game where... I don't know. I can definitely see Oklahoma winning this one. I don't trust Kansas, but I don't know if I want to put my money behind it. It's fair enough. I mean, yeah, it is a pick so it should be a close game. Games like that a lot of the times are maybe just better to bet live, and you hope one of the team gets up double digits right at some point, and then you can bet the other side. 
One of the upsets I like for tomorrow, I like Maryland at home against Illinois. Uh, Just kind of living in the area, being a Maryland fan, I know that Illinois has struggled at College Park through the years, and this is just a matchup of best on best. I apologize, Jake. Illinois, great offensively. (laughs) Maryland, great defensively. And I like the Terps' defense at home. Uh, way better than I like it on the road. I think they're going to be able to kind of give Illinois some issues. It's one of those weird spreads. Illinois, like in this spot, like they won at Ohio State. They've kind of been winning some of these road games that they should be winning. But I think uh, Maryland tomorrow, I think uh, that that could be a game to watch. So I like the Terps plus the two and a half. I take them to win the game as well. Anything for you on uh, on that Illinois-Maryland game? No, not but not yet. But do you look at it when you look at this game? Like, let's talk about the total, right? We have two contrasting styles. You know, one team heavy offense, one team heavy defense. Do you typically look at hey, the home team is going to be able to kind of control the game, control the tempo? Because you could, you know, look at the game that way. Like, even though if you don't like Maryland, you play the you know the under, you know, because of their defense and how the game plays out. So, is that something that you look at? It is is the total you think correlated in this one? I do. I do. Yeah. And I like how you uh, you set that up just because of the contrasting styles, right? Like Illinois, they're sixth in Ken Palm and offense, Maryland's fifth in defense, right? So if you like Illinois, it's probably going to be a higher scoring game, maybe in the 70s. If you like Maryland, it's probably going to be a lower scoring game. And that's how they want to play. So yeah, I think if you like Maryland, you got to like a lower scoring game because they won't be able to score with Illinois. And on the flip side, if you like the Illini, I think uh, taking the over would be the better play. I think if you like Maryland, though, you got to like the under in the game. I don't know if the Terps can win a game in the 70s against uh, against Illinois. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, battle of, uh, of a good offense versus a good defense. Should be a good one tomorrow. Probably my favorite bet, though, of Saturday, I think when it drops, is going to be Kentucky in the first half against Auburn. So Auburn's favored by nine and a half right now. I'm thinking Kentucky's probably going to be like five and a half in the first half. Mark, I can just see how this game plays out. Kentucky's lost their last three of their last four games. All three of those losses have come at home. They just came off another bad loss against Gonzaga. All they hear about is how terrible their defense is. They're going into not only one of the toughest places in the SEC to play, but in all of college basketball. If Auburn played the NCAA tournament at home at Neville Arena, they would win the national championship. They don't lose in that building. But I think because of how potent Kentucky's offense is, the urgency of them wanting to win a big game, I think they come out red hot. I think they take it to Auburn. Wouldn't be surprised if they have the lead at halftime. And then I think they go into the locker room. Auburn wakes up a little bit. Kentucky's defense breaks down. And I think the Tigers come back and win the game. But I do like Kentucky in that first half spot tomorrow. I think they're going to come out and they're going to play a really solid 20 minutes. And uh, I'm thinking we're probably going to get like a plus five and a half for Kentucky in the first half. It's a sharp way to attack it, PJ. For this game, I'm probably going to be looking at the total. I'll have to see the number, see where it's at, and, you know, where it moves. But I'm thinking over, and I'm thinking, you know, team total over for Auburn. I'm just not sure defensively if Kentucky's going to be able to be physical enough to deal with Broom. I think Auburn at home, you know, can get him involved into those lob passes. I don't think they're going to be able to stop him. And I just think once they get momentum going in this game, which very well could be the second half, PJ, in regards to your first half bet, it's just it's going to be like an avalanche, and Auburn's just going to pull away in this one. So um, I'm 
probably going to be looking and playing the total in this one, Auburn team total and the over in the, in the full game. I'll have to look at the numbers, that, like I said, but I, I really think this Auburn offense is going to be able to do what they please. Yeah, it's they're so good at home. They're so good at home, and they come at you in waves. Game I would be careful of tomorrow, Michigan State better be careful going on the road to Ann Arbor. The Wolverines are terrible, but that's obviously an in-state rival, and they're going to want to beat Sparty really bad. Michigan's already beaten Wisconsin on their home floor in the last couple of weeks, so we'll see if they can pull off another upset. Zach Badger House joins us next, talking NBA All-Star Weekend. You better you bet presented by BetMGM, PJ Glasser, Mark Drumheller. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.